0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the executive Mr. Nellio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy, the Temptress Witch, and I am joined by the wonderful, the beautiful Ref Thick, aka Ref Amy. And you might want to grab your tampons and Snickers and the might all because it is that time of the month again, ladies and gents. That's right. It is ladies night on Rewind Podcast. We are Extremely excited to be here because for once, you know, we're not surrounded by the testosterone that we usually are and we absolutely need, you know, ladies' time here and there. Um, before we get started, quick plugs, uh, go and check out Coastal Championship Wrestling, fl.com, to get your CCW tickets if you were in Florida. Also, Nashville fans, the Temptress Witch is making her return to Nashville. I will be there March 12th. So make sure that you get your tickets for that event. And while you're at it and focusing on Tetris, which things, go to whatamaneuver.net and get your Ivy Fans t-shirt. You can also check out our other designs. We have the OG shirt and we also have the Tyler Ticker shirt. Um, Like, subscribe, share, follow, do all those good things all uh, across the platforms. Uh, All those details will be in the description below. And you can also donate to uh, the GoFundMe for Bryce. I don't know if we've mentioned that in a little while, but make sure you're still doing that. I believe that's also listed below as well. With that being said, and all of that crap out of the way, let's get down to the real business here. So we have WWE Elimination Chamber coming up. Not that, you know, that's really exciting. However, we are going to discuss one individual in one match in particular, and that is going to be Lita versus Becky Lynch for the championship. I am excited, but I will hold this in because I'm going to let Amy talk here. You know, we're going to start off with her. It's only polite. Um, So Amy, (laughs) tell me your thoughts on this match overall, just to kind of get us started here. What are you thinking about this?
0: So this match is like a merging of, two of my favorite times in wrestling right now because like when I was growing up and watching wrestling and that was like the Ruthless Aggression Attitude Era-esque kind of thing Mm -hmm. um Lita was my favorite like she was like she wasn't the blonde she wasn't she didn't dress like she still dressed Mm -hmm. like a a model but like she wasn't dressed like the rest of the girls and she did all the high flying stuff she did some extreme stuff so it was awesome like it was it was one of the few girls during that era that you kind of went like I I want to be like her and then we have this era where one of the my favorite wrestlers of all time is Becky Lynch and I I think like her evolution of her character has just been nothing short of amazing at least in my eyes I know people would disagree with me so seeing these two in my opinion my top fives Part of my top fives, having a match together in 2022 is mind blowing to me. Um, I wish it wasn't a Saudi show. I think we've talked about this in the chat. I think given enough time, especially with the dynamic of like Lita being Becky's hero, it should have been a WrestleMania match. But I get it because you don't want to take a spot away from the younger talent on WrestleMania, but it's Lita, I don't care. Um <laughs> but yeah so it's tender to the front of the line folks yeah yeah it's it's (laughs) fine. um she can have whatever she wants give her all the
1: championships (laughs) um
0: so yeah I'm super excited I'm a little bit like anxious too because like I think it's been three years since she's had a match and even that match was a tag team match with uh Trish Stratus so I don't know she looks great based on the short little snippets that we've seen through the Royal Rumbles and stuff, but I hope it's a good match. Becky can have a great match with pretty much everybody. Like she had a good match with Alicia Fox, which nothing gets Alicia. She, she, she had to be pulled through that match. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm super excited again. I'm not thrilled that it's Saudi because they're going to be wearing giant t-shirts, but it is what it is. Everyone gets a payday. It's nice. And yeah. L- Lita gets one last shot at the championship and maybe a title run baby yeah. but
1: listen I mean no I, I definitely agree with you Alita has always been one of my favorites as well um and that that goes beyond the affiliation with the Hardy Boys mm. <laughs> but you know I I've always uh, you know again as a young girl just like you mentioned Alita was different she was not out there you know in the overly skimpy outfits she wasn't out there you know just being a pretty face like she was actually in the ring I mean if you look back at some of the the tag team matches between the Hardy boys, Lita got involved and she held mm-hmm. her own against some of the guys you know in those matches. I mean she went through a couple of tables or ladders and stuff <laughs> at times. So, you know, she definitely proved that, you know, she can she can rough house with the boys. Um I'm I'm in agreement about it being a Saudi show. I kind of feel like eh whatever. But at the same time, you know, Lita's always been a little bit more toned down and modest aside from having thong hanging out. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's not gonna really like give me too much effect as far as the attire. Um, I do think it's gonna be a great match. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I I've seen the clips, so I kind of, you know, saw the initial altercation that they had there, you know, in the ring, and Lita busted out the the twist of fate followed by the moonsault, which was fucking great, looked good. <laughs> um and then I also saw the uh the contract oh. signing, which you know was interesting. And I, I thought it was kind of cool to just see that the different dynamics you know Becky Lynch kind of playing this part of like you know you're my idol I don't want to do this to you this and that and Lita just kind of being like fuck you (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like I love it um and and you know kind of like you know like you mentioned maybe we will get another title run I mean According to what we heard in, in that, um, that contract signing segment there, you know, Lita seems like she's wanting to come back. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that that is the case. I'm hoping that, you know, we will see another run out of her. Um, you know, I think she looks like she's in pretty decent shape from what we've seen in, you know, the last couple of years with the rumble appearances that she's made. And like you mentioned, the tag team match, I think, you know, she's, she, she can fit in for sure. Um, I don't know if there's a better competitor for her than Becky Lynch. I think that was definitely a good call. I think they're yeah. definitely going to have good, you know, in-ring chemistry and mixing in that psychology that Becky Lynch is going to bring into it. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, do you have a prediction? Who do you think's going to win? Just
0: because the sheer fact that they haven't really hammered home the fact that it would be if Becky were to drop the title to her at Saudi They haven't hammered home home the fact that if she did drop it, it would be her first loss since winning the title um, in WrestleMania, whatever, 36. Right, right. Because when WWE tries to be subtle, they're about as subtle as a freaking train when it comes to telegraphing their (laughs) endings. I don't think she's going to beat her. But then again, it is a Saudi show and they like to put the legends over in Saudi. But you could also have a screwy finish and then maybe they will prolong it to WrestleMania and add like a third yeah. girl to the mix. So you you never know. Um, one thing I wanted to add, I thought was really cool. I just thought of this, the mirroring because so you had Trish and Lita who were put like the pretty much the stables of the attitude and um ruthless aggression era. Mm-hmm. And Trish already had her feud with Charlotte. And now Lita's having her feud with Becky. So it's like the passing of the torch of like those two women, which I feel like is awesome. Like it, it just gave me chills yeah. again. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's
1: unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, we, we never really thought that we were going to get this out of women's wrestling. I mean, if you yeah. look back 20 years, I, I never would have you know, thought that we would see, first of all, as much actual talent, you know, that mm-hmm. a lot of these women are bringing to the ring because for the longest time, women were just, you know, meant to be pretty. Yeah, that was kind of it. They were supposed to be eye candy. Um, so, so to, you know, be able to see that I think is great. And once again, we've got a veteran here. I mean, Lita has definitely proven herself over the years and I mean, she stepped away from, you know, wrestling for a really long time. I know she was focusing on, you know, her music and, and whatnot. Um, so I think it's kind of nice to see her, you know, want to come back for one last run before she decides to walk away completely. Yeah. Um, as far as a prediction I would love to see Lita win but I don't think that they're just going to have Becky lose to Lita and drop the title um I could see kind of the screwball finish type of thing go on um similar to what we saw in the um the Rollins and Roman match where, you Mm -hmm. know, it was like a uh, disqualification kind of ending where the title doesn't change hands, but then possibly boil that feud over. I think if they are planning to allow Lita to have another run, that would be a great way to execute it because, Mm. you know, it'll kind of prolong it. And then the whole WrestleMania thing, let Lita win, have it for a short time and then have somebody else come back. Like, I don't know, a Bailey or, you know, I don't know there's just like there's a you know there's so many ways that I could go um moving forward again kind of leading into that conversation are we thinking that Lita's here for another run
0: god I hope so (laughs) like I
1: I, again like I'll
0: mention how like I'm anxious because like it's been a while since we've seen her in a match and who knows if like she's able to have like the 10 to 15 minute matches that like are required to be in the top of the division. But if she can, I hope so. Like Beth Phoenix is, is like breaking down those barriers as far as like being coming out of retirement. Like so many people are coming out of retirement because they're realizing there are better ways to train and, be- and ways to get back into shape. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hope so. I hope she's, she's ring ready. And I hope we see like a year of her. I would mind that at all.
1: I mean, just imagine one more run yeah in this point in time in wrestling the things that lita could like not that she hasn't already accomplished a lot of things but with the whole dynamic of women's wrestling being so different right now than what you know we've seen in the past and during the time that she was really in the era like Mm -hmm. ah i feel like she could she could still do so much and she deserves, because, like, I
0: remember how she went out um, when she lost the title and that whole thing with, like, while funny at the time, the crime time, like, auctioning off her panties and stuff like that, like, that's not how someone needs to retire. Like, no. I get it. But so to have this final run and maybe winning the title and then, like, actually being dethroned by someone like maybe a Liv Morgan or Bianca Belair or mm. something like that, I think that will give her a final, like, note. To her
1: career, right, and and if that's the case, and she does get you know that final run, and you know when she so let's say you know we get a year out of her, even if we get six months, whatever, mm-hmm. you know that moment when you know if she wins a title, the moment that she does, you know they do decide that they're going to drop the title, have her drop it to somebody, put somebody over, but make it one of those stipulation matches, like you know, the loser leaves WWE type, of, you yeah. know, something like that, and give it some sort of memory because I feel like if you look back at some of the most you know, influential and um, like impactful moments of, you know, wrestlers who have, you know, retired or stepped away or whatever. Like one of the ones that reminds me that I, that I immediately think of is, you know, when Ric Flair retired. I mean, mm-hmm. look at that match between, you know, he and, and um, Shawn Michaels, like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Just, I, I don't know too many wrestling fans that cannot recall that moment. And you could tell not only did they put on a hell of a match, but like just the emotion in that ring, and to be able to kind of, you know, integrate that and give a woman that moment, I think mm-hmm. would be really, you know, just completely excellent. Yeah. Um, and I, like, you know, you mentioned Beth Phoenix a little bit ago, kind of coming back into play here. And I, I hope to God that we see a lot more of her too, because Beth looks freaking great. And I think she did excellent, you know, from what we've seen from her so far, but um, let's like name a couple other women who have quote unquote retired or left the business that we would like to see make a comeback. I'm going to say AJ Lee mm. and I highly doubt that it'll happen, but oh my God, I want a fucking AJ comeback, like <sighs> so bad. I don't know what it is. I just want one. She was another one. I think that was far ahead of her time. And, mm-hmm. and I think that if we can get her in for another run, the things that she would be able to fucking do now, it would freaking blow the roof off the place. Yeah. Um. One of mine, like, and it's see,
0: it's weird because she likes to hint that she's coming back, and then people mm. hear rumors that she's coming back. Like, obviously, Paige because like her story is just so sad with like how cut short her career was for someone so good. And like we were talking about how like uh, Trish and Lita were like the stars of the ruthless aggression era. That entire like in my opinion, worst era of women's wrestling between 2007 to 2014. Um, the attrition st- the lead of that era was Paige and AJ Lee. So it'd also be nice yeah. to see Paige be able to get like the shine that she deserves um, and actually win a good belt, not a Divas championship. Um, Agreed. Can I think of anybody else? I mean, someone who defies her age, Ivory, like I would... I would oh my god, watch, I know. like that woman has been wrestling for so long and she mm. always like comes back and like makes a statement I know like the Royal Rumble thing was like very short but it was like perfect for exactly what she was and I feel like she would be a great manager right now especially in this time like where everything oh my god censorship
1: and stuff like that could you like, oh, first of all like her her whole sense censorship angle like that came at the wrong time Because I feel like it would be, I personally, like, don't get me wrong, it was entertaining. It was great. And I was, I was glad to see that come back into, you know, the women's rumble this year. Mm -hmm. But just if you think about like, again, we had that, what, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, my timing is so Mm -hmm. terrible. But like, if we were to bring that into this era of wrestling, and you just molded it. to match today's generation it would be so freaking fitting and it would be comical in the sense that everything in the world is so censored all the time right now not like it what you know because back then it really wasn't i mean so oh my god no that would be great Um, i'm
0: just picturing in my head having a she has a stamp that says canceled on it and she just stamps people (laughs) on the head
1: book it oh my god Do do it do it fucking do it listen to us watch our damn show and get some ideas um I also I was a fan of um Jacqueline I think she was very good um you know I I would kind of I I think that she would probably you know have fit a little bit more into this generation of women as well um Mm -hmm. there's just I I don't know like there's a whole handful of them I mean we've we've seen the Kelly Kelly Michelle McCool holy shit where's Michelle back because she like Tore shit apart in that Royal it, Rumble. Match. It's crazy
0: because, like, I've been watching like a little bit of that. It, like I said, the worst era of women's wrestling. I've been watching like some of that those uh, matches. And uh, let me preface this: this is not a, my. I can go on a spiel about that era. It's not the fault of the competitors. I think it's entirely no. management's fault for how that entire era was put together. But Michelle McCool, then with Michelle McCool, that's been competing in the Royal Rumble, is complete two completely different people. And if that's how she is now, like, yeah, she deserves another run.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially if you think about it, like, obviously, she's married to Taker. Mm-hmm. Taker, you know, has been, had been, you know, often one coming in and out doing these, you know, short stints, making these, you know, one time a year appearances or whatever, just showing up around WrestleMania season. Like, I think one of the things that would be the coolest, in my opinion, because she's married to Taker how awesome would it be to see Michelle McCool come back, but kind of channel this like lady taker alter ego angle and just bring her back for like, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I-, I don't know. I think that would be so cool. And like who better to do it than the-, the person who knows taker that well, like his wife. And, and I think she could definitely do it. I mean, she's, she's a freaking monster in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like she was throwing some of these, you know, current competitors around like rag dolls in the ring. And I was yeah. like, holy shit. And then, I mean, I, I didn't realize how long her freaking legs are until I was watching her, like, overextend and do some of those kicks in the ring. And I was like, god damn. Like, yeah. like I would love to see uh, Michelle McCool versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That would be excellent. Like, to really see just the two of them one-on-one, I think would be excellent. Um, and, and speaking of Charlotte, we currently have the whole Charlotte and Ronda Rousey thing. And I don't know if you want to touch on that or not. Um, I think it's going to be a good match. You know, we've, we've already seen Rhonda versus Becky, so Mm -hmm. I was not interested in seeing that again. Um, I just don't know how I'm feeling about that angle. And I kind of like, I know it's like a little off topic of what we were going for, but, you know, give me, give me some thoughts on that because I haven't gotten to discuss this with too many people.
0: (laughs) So my feelings towards Rhonda has always been love, hate because like as someone who also competed in um cur- like martial arts and stuff like that right. um i was a huge fan of her when she was in um what do you call it uh mma and um ufc and stuff like that um i might i didn't really like the way she handled losing and so and like she took everything to heart which kind of like you're always taught when you're uh, competing like that that like to not Think about stuff like that, and to like take gracious or graciousness and defeat and everything. So it seems almost that she's kind of brought that attitude to WWE, and it could be a work. It could be just be her trying to be a heel. But like every time I listen to her talk or like do a promo and everything, it just seems like she doesn't care.
1: It seems like she's here, manager. Yeah,
0: she just seems like she's here for the payday. She doesn't like wrestling fans. And again, that could be an entire work. I think it's a stupid work because especially when you like you have her throwing around the the F word on (laughs) around wrestlers and just like exposing (laughs) the business in like the most literal way. I don't know. I, I, I'm happy she's back. I'm, I'm like, I like the fact that she was able to bounce back from giving birth so quickly, which is, I think, amazing. Um, And I think, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) still bouncing back um but yeah uh, I, I
1: haven't bounced back yet so <laughs> um
0: i think it'll be a good match it's it, like supposedly from what i've been reading um first we're going to have charlotte versus ronda and then next wrestlemania is going to be charlotte versus or not charlotte um ronda versus becky again so they get both of those one on one matches but i mean it's cool everyone needs a payday she is a star she is a draw apparently and she has John Jets mu- music. So I love that about her. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's whatever. I just don't feel like she wants to be there.
1: Yeah, well, and I think part of that too, I personally, you know, for a really long time, I struggled with Brock Lesnar. And I think it's because Brock has had that, first of all, he has that, you know, that UFC background and everything. And he's just, he just was not a wrestler to me. And I think I have that same difficulty with Rhonda where she's obviously been a draw. People go absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, the the way that the fans, you know, reacted when she, she came back, you know, at the, at the Rumble, I was a little bit shocked myself to see her. Um, not necessarily shocking that she was there, but just shocking because she did just give birth, you know, not it, less than a year ago at this point. So, I mean, like for me as a woman, like, holy shit, like good mm-hmm. for you, girl, because I ain't going to be me. Um, <laughs> like not at all but I I definitely kind of struggle with that and I, I get what you're saying in regards to it seems like she doesn't care um and I I think a lot of that you know for me resonates in the sense that she is used to the dynamic of UFC MMA she's used to you know going in it being a clean fight clean finish type of thing she's not used to the entertainment and show business aspect of things. And I think that's what she's lacking in order to, you know, kind of come to acceptance with the way that these things work and, you Mm -hmm. know, accept the losses and learn the, the way of the business and, you know, learn how to work the crowd and whatnot. And she doesn't seem like she has the interest in actually working the crowd and winning them over and whatnot. It's kind of like, She does, you know, she just goes out there and she's just Ronda Rousey. She's not, you know, really pursuing a specific character, which Mm -hmm. is what you, no matter what you do, you kind of have to do that when you're in the wrestling business. And, and she doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like she puts forth that effort. Don't get me wrong. I think she's great. I know she makes them a lot of money. So who the fuck am I? Because, you know, I'm just (laughs) some bedroom dwelling witch that, you know, sits here and wastes endless hours talking about wrestling on a podcast with, you know, like-minded individuals who all have nothing better to do with their time. Uh, But, um, I think, I think there's a word for that. It
0: starts with an M.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it's not, it's not that I don't like Rhonda. It's just that I'm not per se a fan of Rhonda as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I, maybe, maybe, you know, as time goes on, things will change and I'll kind of get to know her as a wrestler. Like I did with Brock Lesnar, but it took a while for that to occur, you know, with him. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that <sighs> I, I think that I would much rather see some of the newer talent. Um, You know, we've got, We've got people like Dewdrop, you know, on the roster right now who I think more than deserves to really be put over and and to kind of be thrown into the title picture. I mean, why are we kind of putting a uh,
0: shit, uh, taking a shit sandwich and turning it into like an actual sandwich?
1: That's not how you say this phrase
0: at all. (laughs) No,
1: but. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so tired. Uh, No, but. You know, I mean, in reality, I just, I feel like there's better options that could go out there. Um, I do also feel like, you know, as we've discussed a lot with all the releases and everything, I mean, they're kind of slim pickings when it comes to the women's division right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're just kind of pulling out what they can to fill that roster, but it just sucks because there's, you know, a handful of women that are on that roster that could be vetted into, you know, the positions and, and elevated to be able to be in the title scene, but they're not. Um, not that I'm going to complain about seeing Lita come back, by any means. I would watch Lita if she was 80 years old and decided to, you know, have a race with a motor scooter. Like yeah. <laughs> I'd be, on, I'd be here yeah. for it.
0: Yeah. So
1: if she can get, like,
0: think about how long May Young and freaking uh, fabulous oh Mula were. Like I, that was another thing I was watching today. It's just they let them get into the ring at like 70 years old.
1: Oh, I know, and it it wasn't pretty, but. <laughs> No, but damn it, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but it was entertaining as hell, and they were so well-respected and loved in the business that, I mean, I'm here for it. Like, if they were still, you know, if they were still here with us and they wanted to throw another match, I would sit there and fucking watch it, like, you know, with glittering eyes and just total amusement, because it's just, you know, what it is. As long as
0: they're safe, as long as they're not like Goldberg and freaking dropping people on heads. (laughs) Before the comments go on about like hypocrisy. If Lita winds up having a bad match on Friday and is an unsafe worker, retire. You shouldn't come back. But if it's a good match, keep her around. Unlike Goldberg who could do three moves and barely do that.
1: Please don't eat me, sir. (laughs) oh not Goldberg why'd you have to mention Goldberg is there ever going to be is there ever (laughs) going to be an episode of this podcast where Goldberg does not get mentioned that's what I don't know never never because it somehow always gets brought up oh yeah he's he's not relevant
0: he's in tomorrow isn't he huh isn't he isn't he going against Roman Reigns tomorrow night or tomorrow day or Friday
1: it is not Thursday it is Friday um I think he's Saturday, at the Saudi show. The event, right? Oh, I have no idea. I think I think the Saudi show is on Saturday. See, look, we we should know what this is going on. Yeah, we, I'm not we watching are. it, so like I'll um, I get the I lead think, yeah. match and that's it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, he did come out and do the whole yeah, next thing, and everybody went crazy, and now I'm sitting here like, great, Roman's going to end up with a slip disc and a broken hip.
0: I think he should. Just, Roman should just spear him, and that'd be done there you go
1: i mean why not why not just end it what about his fucking misery like don't get me wrong i love goldberg i don't want to watch the man wrestle if he's going to kill somebody Mm -hmm. i mean because i'm like honestly if you really think about it how awful would it be at the expense of wwe if they just milk the shit out of this whole Goldberg thing, and he's so unsafe that he actually ends the career of somebody with great potential. I mean, I thought it was going to happen in that match with Drew McIntyre. I was terrified. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and I can I can remember watching that, and like, I I, I, I was te- I think I was texting the group or something, and I was like, what the fuck? He almost yeah. just took Drew's head off, and like I, that was like my instant, you know, my instant reaction to it. So, but you know, I'm in agreement. If if Lita is is down and she can, you know, still provide a safe working environment in the ring and she can still fucking go then let her go like oh my god please give me something to look forward to because Mm -hmm. I don't have enough to you know motivation to watch wrestling 10 plus hours a week so I don't know Mm. well anyhow with that being said do you have anything that you would like to add to the conversation any random topics or things I mean I think we got it you know it's it's so nice how smooth these uh ladies uh night segments go when we don't have inappropriate jokes flying around every 10 seconds random sound effects (laughs) and Tyler ticking and (laughs) like it's it's great so I think maybe the men should uh you know take notes and and learn that we kind of know what we're doing here. So. You guys need to back away. Feel free. <laughs> oh, God. All right. well, I know, right? Oh, Lord. No, then then I'll get put on to host every episode for the end of time. So no, let's not do that. Ted, just kidding. Uh-huh. We love you. Um, all right. So with that being said, that's kind of our thoughts on everything. We fucking love Lita. We hope that, you know, she's here to stay. Um, leave us some, some comments. Let us know your thoughts on everything that we talked about tonight. Do the whole like follow share subscribe all of the above and we will catch you next time when we decide to pop back in for another episode of ladies night